Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined by my bomb-proof treble winning partner, Tom Walker. Hi guys, I felt like a boxer then. And there he is, weighing in at way too much weight. <laughs> Heavyweight well, champion of the world. Yeah. Is all that money wearing you down? Yeah, it is, mate. But yeah, um, absolutely loving my form at the moment. Absolutely loving it. Something like three out of the last four weeks I've landed, which have been, yeah. which is bizarre. But yeah, absolutely loving it. Very... Very, very nice win of the weekend. Eight to one, I believe it was. Well, when when we read out the treble, it was eight to one. It actually drifted out, and um, some of the profit chasers who tweeted their bet slips to us um, afterwards, they got ten to one oh for the treble. Um, I know a couple of bet three six fivers got ten to one. So, yeah, really good odds were to be had um, if you put the treble on later on in the week or on the Saturday. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic return, if I don't say so myself. Yeah, we shall, of course, cover that in full later on in the show. Uh, This week, there's no Premier League. So we've got FA Cup. Is this the fifth round now? Yes, fifth round. Fifth round FA Cup. I'm glad my partner knows what what (laughs) round it is. (laughs) Because I don't. (laughs) Then we've also got a handful of games in the Championship then League One and League Two, pretty much full fixture lists in uh, those two leagues. So before we kick into any tips, let's just get the begging out of the way at the start this week, shall we, instead of at the end. So, Tom, can you let the profit chasers know what we need from them? Yes, absolutely. So, guys, if you go on to enjoy the show, uh, please, please, please take some time to rate and review us on iTunes. So. We're trying to get onto the new and noteworthy list. We've been trying to get on there for a while. Um, if you could review us five stars, obviously that would be great. Um, we're just trying to grow our following a little bit and we can't do it without you guys. So uh, normally we would beg for this at the end, but I thought, you know, mix it up a bit, ask at the start. And uh, yeah, fingers crossed, one or two of you can take the time out to do that. Yeah, absolutely. We really appreciate that one, guys. Uh, so that's that done with. Let's move on to the fun part, which is the tips. So let's look at the FA Cup to begin with then. Um, this is spanning a few games a day from Friday to Monday. Looking at Friday, QPR Watford, if I had to pick a team, I'd be looking at Watford, but it's not anything which really leaps out at me as something to bet on. Uh, Watford for me. Watford for me. Um, QPR. Just I'm looking at their their recent home form. So they lost four three at home to Birmingham in the championship to beat Portsmouth, uh, which could well be a championship fixture next year. Two 0 in the FA Cup. Um, then if you go back a little bit, they did lose four one at home to Preston. They drew nil nil with Reading. They've not been amazing uh, at home. Um, they're quite inconsistent. Same with Watford, but. Watford obviously have won three of their last six and unbeaten in five of their last six. So Watford are a little bit of a bag of revels, I know you like to call them, Tom. You don't overly trust them. And I completely understand why. But away from home especially, they are very, very handy. And for me, I would be going for Watford, four to five. I think it's a great price. 
Yeah, and I know, to be fair, we bang on about this all the time. Uh, these mid-table Premier League sides need to take the cup seriously. Watford, for me, are pretty much the epitome of a club that really needs to just go for it in the FA Cup because they're 13 points away from Europa League. They're 13 points away from relegation. So they couldn't be in, in more of a position of mid-table safety, security, not going to get any higher than their current position of eighth, apart from possibly overtaking Wolves in seventh. But, you know, this is a great chance for them to go far in the cup this, this, uh, this season. Yeah, exactly. So I've, I think Watford, for me, you have to look at some of the players Watford have at their disposal. And if, if players like Pereira and Delafeu and Decore and Dini are, are on form, it should be pretty comfortable for me. Four to five, Watford, um, for myself. Yeah, yeah, to be fair, now I've talked about it, you've kind of talked me into that one. Um, salesman at heart, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's move on to this Saturday then we've got three games on Saturday Brighton Derby AFC Wimbledon Millwall and Newport County Man City let's just quickly talk about Man City and Newport here Newport the home side 28 to 1 28 Man City are 1 to 20 these are like boxing odds amazing isn't it absolutely amazing crazy um, yeah, Newport, it was perfect. The last round was absolutely perfect. Um, they beat a team higher in the leagues. There was a horrible pitch. It was raining. The goalkeeper ran off after the full-time whistle to, uh, to be, with his, uh, be with his partner so she could give birth. And they drew Man City at home. It was the most FA Cup fixture ever. And yeah. I'm really happy that they've got Man City at home. It will be difficult because the pitch is, is not great at Rodney Parade. So um, it'll be interesting to see how Guardiola deals with, with this. This is a bit of a new test for him. And yeah, I mean, it goes without saying City are ginormous favourites. And it's not worth betting on, but I can't wait to watch it. Me neither. And what I would say, I don't think this is going to be anything on the scale of when Man City played Burton in the Carabao Cup and won, what, 9-0? I think there'll be mm -hmm. plenty of rotation, as there always is for City in the Cup competitions. They'll still be fielding a very strong squad. But playing away from home, like you mentioned, the pitch isn't going to be anywhere near the standard that City are used to. Uh, so I think it's going to be three, four. I don't think you're going to get anything heavier than that. No. No, it's not going to be any. Yeah, anyone expecting nine nil, despite the fact that Newport are lower um, in terms of the uh, football league than Burton. You're in cuckoo land. I, I don't think you'll see that again. No, no, me neither. Uh, Manchester City minus two is one to two, and that if I'm trying to squeeze anything oh. out of the prices here, that <laughs> would be what I'd be looking at. Yeah, absolutely. Let's move on then. Um, Brighton Derby, very interesting game here. We've got Brighton, obviously the Premier League side, at home against the Championship side. But I'm not overly convinced by Brighton. They won just one of their last 11 games in the league, um, in the Premier League, obviously. Derby have definitely ruffled some feathers, haven't they, in the cup competitions this, this season. 
for me, I, I would be looking at both teams to score. I think that's that's a sensible route to go down. I think Brighton being the Premier League side will have will have too much quality for Derby to get a clean sheet. But with the players that Derby have at their disposal, Lawrence, Harry Wilson has obviously been probably their player of the season. They they've got goals in them. And for me, both teams to score, which is nicely priced at ten to eleven. I think that's the route to go down for this game. I'm I'm not sure what you're what you're thinking about that, Tom. Yeah, if I I could see it, I could definitely see it. I'm more likely to be looking at under two point five goals here for me. I don't Ooh. think this is going to be entertaining. I don't think it's going to be high scoring. Under two point five is four to five, so I can see why you you're going for the uh, both teams to score. This is something I could easily see being a one all, and your tip comes in as well. I don't. I don't see any game involving Brighton being overly exciting, to be honest. Apart from the Burnley game at the weekend, I suppose. But yeah, uh, the only reason I think it is Brighton. Three of their last four games, there's been four or more goals. One at the the one that wasn't was admittedly nil nil, but there is also a four two in there, and Derby just in cup competitions scored two against Southampton in the home game in round three. And then obviously they had their replay, which went all the way to penalties. Uh, they drew 2-2 again. So, yeah, for me, Derby uh, are a really good option for both teams to score. 10-11 to 11 for me. OK, um, anything for Wimbledon Millwall or shall we skip? Oh, my God, that, that will be a rough and tumble, won't it? I have no idea. Move on to Sunday then, shall we? We've got yes. Bristol City Wolves, Doncaster Palace, Swansea, Brentford. Do we fancy Bristol City to cause an upset here? They've won nine on the bounce, unbeaten in 15. They're at home to Wolves, like we mentioned. They're priced at 16 to 5, so over 3 to 1. Do you reckon they've got enough about them to beat Wolves, considering how Wolves really made really, really tough work of Shrewsbury in the last round? Um, conceding four goals to Shrewsbury over the two legs. They've got it in them, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely got it in them. The momentum that Bristol City have got, of all the games, this is the one I'd be looking at. Despite Wolves' good form, this is the one I'd be looking at as a potential upset. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. I know Bristol City is hard. They're the form team in England right now easy one nine in a row unbeaten in the last 15 um they're, they're on absolute fire wolves haven't lost yep. in their last six so yes they made hard work of shrewsbury but they, they haven't lost in the last six games that includes wins over liverpool in the cup um includes wins over leicester and west ham and everton so yeah i know what you're saying but wolves are not Wolves are not on any kind of gigantic slide. I think you're basing that off, you know, a little bit of a, a tough a tough outing against a plucky Shrewsbury team. For me, I'd be going both teams to score again. I think that's one thing that I can be can be pretty confident about is there will be goals in this game. Both teams are capable. Um, both teams are capable of conceding as well, as you saw with, with Bristol City um, conceding and going behind, actually, to QPR in midweek. 19 mm-hmm. to 20, really good price for me. Another both teams to score tip 
from Tom W. Yeah, to back you up as well, um, both teams have scored in games between the two sides um, in the last five occasions. And also, Wolves have failed to keep a clean sheet against Bristol City, home and away, in the last 11 meetings between the wow. two. Wow. Wow. Mm. Crazy. Yeah, both teams to score for me. I definitely know where you're coming from. You know, if there was an upset, I, would, I wouldn't be overly surprised, really. But I just think both teams to score for me is a little bit safer. Yeah, fair enough. Anything else from the other two games? Uh, not for me. No, very, very, very um, hard to call. Donny, Palace, good Doncaster Rovers uh, side at home. Palace, really not sure what you're, what you're going to get from them. Um, away from home, they seem to be pretty handy. And then Swansea, Brentford, it's just the championship game where you imagine both teams will rest players, so... Yeah, yeah, on to the Monday night game, really. Yeah, so that's Chelsea at home to Manchester United. You've got Chelsea coming off that humiliating 6-0 loss against Man City. And then you've got Man United, who have been brought back down to earth by PSG in the Champions League when they lost 2-0 in midweek. Um, Chelsea are priced at evens for this. The draw is 5-2. United are 13-5. Oh, God, I'll go for the draw. Down the middle, 5-2, I think. Both teams are going to rest players. Both teams are going to be in. Neither of these teams, after their most recent results, are going to want to get beat again. So I think they're both going to be a bit more cautious in their approach to the game than, than they would be otherwise. They're going to rotate. And I think it's going to go to a replay. I think 5-2 is a decent price. I don't think it's going to be that entertaining, to be honest, either. No, no, it won't be. Two wounded animals. I mean, Chelsea... Their organs are hanging out. <laughs> and United, United have got a bit of a deep wound. Um, but yeah, two, two wounded animals. And yeah, I, I'm not sure how it's... I am leaning towards United. I am. I know they got humbled against PSG. It was quite comfortable for the, for the French champions, which I, I was pretty surprised about, to be honest. I thought it might be a little bit closer. But... For me, I'm still not, you know, counting out United. I think that they obviously made great strides under Solskjaer. And the amount of pressure on those Chelsea players, and we all know about, you know, their mentality problems. I will be going for United. 13 to 5. I'm not saying put your mortgage on it, but for me, of the three results, I get why you go and draw. But United, for me, I, Chelsea are a joke. They're an absolute joke right now. Well, it's been a way where they've been really poor. They've won the last five games at home in a row. So, you know, they are playing much better at Stamford Bridge than on the road where they are absolutely shocking. But um, like we say, I don't think it's going to be anything of a spectacle. Um, I could see Man United win. I could see a draw. I could probably even see a Chelsea win to be honest if the players come out and start playing for Sarri so it's best for me to either go for draw or no bet I'll be honest mate I don't think this group of players are particularly known for playing for managers <laughs> they've been through so many managers as a group and their mentality has been questioned over and over even by Sarri himself I yeah I don't trust them at all they're the type of they're a type of group that would throw a game 
to get rid of a manager. They they are, and yeah, I, I, I don't trust them. Not one bit. Don't no. trust them. Fair enough, then. Let's move on to some league football, shall we? Let's look at the championship. Um, like we said, there's a handful of games. There's seven this weekend. Anything sticking out for you? Ooh, well, obviously, let, let's get... Let's address the elephant in the room. Obviously, the first thing that people are going to see when they're going to fill out their bet slips on Saturday is Bolton at home to Norwich. So let's talk about it. Bolton, 4-1. to one. They are 23rd right now in the relegation zone. Uh, Norwich visiting. They're 4-6. to six. They are second right now. One point behind Leeds and two points clear of Sheffield United. Humbling yeah. defeat in midweek for Norwich. Didn't see that coming. They went down 3-1 away at Preston. So, tough place to go, Deepdale, but, you know, I, I thoroughly expected Norwich to go there and get the win. I do think they'll bounce back. Bolton will make it difficult. Bolton did manage to get a good victory of their own away at Birmingham on Tuesday. But I think roles will be reversed and kind of things will go back to normal. Four to six, the Canaries, but it won't be easy. Yeah, you have got here the worst performing home team in the league against the best performing away team in the league. Mm, good uh, Norwich already lost one on the road out of their 15 games. So yeah, I, I agree. I don't think it'll be easy, but I do think Norwich have got more than enough about them to bounce back and get the win. Absolutely. Follow it up, Tom. Anything you fancy, mate? Um, I think you might disagree with me here, but I really fancy Preston at home to Forest. Preston priced at 11 to 10 for the win. Um, it's one of them teams that I just do not feel confident in Forest beating whatsoever. When we play the big teams in this league, we tend to do very well. Um, when we go away to these tricky mid-table, mid-to-lower-table opposition, like Preston are, we tend to really struggle. And we lack a lot of consistency. We've seen Preston get their 3-1 victory at home to Norwich um, on Wednesday night. Really impressive. They're six unbeaten now. Do not travel well. Um, we've not actually won away from home, you know, since the 24th of November. There's yeah. been eight away games since then where we've failed to pick up a win. Wow. So it's poor. It is really poor. And considering the high, the bounce, the form that Preston are on, for me, unfortunately, this all points to a Preston victory. Oh, well, I would disagree purely because um, the last two games. Fan. Sorry? Because you're a Forest fan. No, it's just because Forest went away at West Brom, who were a damn sight better than Preston. Took the lead twice. Very unlucky to draw. Very controversial penalty. And then. Another controversial decision that was missed at the end. And, you know, they could have won that game. I get what you're saying about Preston. And, you know, on when we beat Brentford, I, my confidence was lifted a bit. When we drew to West Brom, my confidence was lifted a bit even more. And when I seen Preston's victory over Norwich, that brought me back down a bit. So I really don't know what to go for here. I would personally take a watching brief because I don't mm. think we're, we're going to get turned over. I don't think it's going to be easy for Preston. But also, 
Can I see us beating them? Probably not. I, if I had to choose, I'd go draw. 23 to 10. Okay. Let's talk about another game that should be relatively simple. We won't waste too much time on it. Sheffield United in third. What is happening with their strike force? I, so I have to ask. Some kind of elixir of youth, haven't they? What is going on? Honestly, I, I couldn't believe it. When, when I had no, a look I... the other day and I had a look, who was up there? Billy Sharp. And then um, David McGoldrick is not in the list, but he's been on really good form recently. And I remember these guys at Forest in like 2009, 2010. And I swear Billy Sharp was 31 back then. I swear he was. But <laughs> he's still around and he's the top scorer in the league, 22 in the league. Absolutely yeah. crazy. Right. And um, Billy Sharp's blades, four to nine at home to a red inside that are in the mix. They're a point out of the relegation battle at the moment. Um, 29 points as opposed to Rotherham's 28. Avoided defeat in five of their last six games. So they definitely are on the up. But I think this is a, a bridge too far for a red inside that, that is improving. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Um, Reading are improving, but Sheffield United, especially at Bramall Lane, are a completely different proposition um, as far as I'm concerned. They've yeah. won five out of the last six at home, uh, keeping clean sheets in four of those games, including the last three in a row. So, you know, this, this is a side. Billy Sharp is grabbing them by the scruff of the neck dragging yeah. them towards the automatic promotion places, isn't he? They're now just three points off the top of the league. Crazy. Um, so very, very impressive recent form uh, for Sheffield. So, yeah, uh, four to nine for me is a, is a decent. It's not bad, but they should definitely get the win. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that will be relatively straightforward. Um, anything else for you for the Saturday or even the Sunday game, which is Blackburn-Middlesbrough? So one final tip for the championship for me. It comes in the classic that is Rotherham against Sheffield Wednesday. Is this any kind of Yorkshire derby? I ain't got a clue. To be of course honest. it is. Well, it's just like London derbies, isn't it? Leighton Orient Arsenal is probably a derby. <laughs> Fair derby every other week. If you're yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we've got Rotherham at home to Sheffield Wednesday. Two teams which are down near the bottom of the league, Rotherham 22nd, Sheffield Wednesday 16th. I'm tipping under 2.5, priced at 7-10, to 10, mainly because ever since Steve Bruce has gone into Sheffield Wednesday three games ago, just kind of stinking the place out, to be honest. He's solidified them, which we know he's very good at doing. They've kept three clean sheets, but they're not scoring either. The last two games have been nil-nil. Then the game before that, his first one in charge, was a 1-0 win away at Ipswich. Um, and that one came very, very late in the game. So a team that is defensively solid, doesn't really score many goals. Again, against a team in Rotherham, who themselves don't particularly score too many goals. I think this, considering the stakes, is going to be a tight, cagey affair. And it will be under 2.5 fairly comfortably. Yeah, not going to be one to uh, not going to be one to watch the highlights of, is it? Yeah, it's, it's going to be a pretty poor game, and 
Yeah, Rotherham, though, uh, to be fair, I think if you offered them where they are right now at the start of the season, you said to them, you can go into January and you're, you're a point off. You're, you're in the mix. I think they'd have taken that because I think it's quite clear they were the weakest team to get promoted. I think that's yeah. blatantly obvious. So, yeah, I think that they'd be happy. So, uh, yeah, two goal-shy teams. Under 2.5 looks good to me. Championship for me is pretty much done, uh, unless you have yeah. anything to add. No, that's it. Let's go to League One. Okay, League One. Let's start off again. Again, I feel like I'm I'm tipping all of the kind of <laughs> the easy uh, things to tip, but we're looking at Barnsley. Barnsley have been. I mean, I don't want to curse them. They've probably been the most reliable home team to bet on um, in the Football League so far this season. Um, they have played 15 at home and they've won 10 of them. They haven't lost a single game at home yet, unbeaten all season. Wickham are coming to town. Wickham are no mugs. They're in 10th. They're having a great season. And at home, they are largely better. They've only won three of 16 away from home. Uh, and they have gone three games without winning now. Barnsley have won five home games in a row. Kiefer Moore, top scorer, was 16 in the league so far. Uh, Woodrow with eight and Tyam with seven. There's goals all over the Barnsley side. They're looking very, very strong for promotion. And now got a three-point cushion on Portsmouth, who increasingly look like they may have to rely on the playoffs. And yeah, Barnsley one to two. I think it's a good, a good solid home win. Yeah. I can definitely see that one coming in. Um, let's stick with teams at the top. Let's look at the Friday night fixture. It's Accrington Stanley going away to Sunderland. So what a reward this is for Accrington for getting promoted last season, going all the way to the massive stadium of light. I'm sure it's going to be an absolute great occasion for them. However, don't think it's going to end particularly well for them. <laughs> <laughs> Sunderland, as we know, one of the best teams in the league. Um, four points off Barnsley in second with a game in hand. Uh, they've only lost twice this season, which is the least in the entire league as well. They play an Accrington side who are without a win since their game on Boxing Day on the 26th of December. And they've failed to score a goal in four of the last five games. So very, very poor form for Accrington particularly away from home where they've really, really struggled. I don't think it's going to be a battering, but I do think Sunderland will run out pretty comfortable winners here. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, and it's also worth saying as well, Sunderland have still got the record where they've scored in every league game this season. They're the only team in the Football League to have scored in every game this season. Sunderland had a, a, a disappointing result against a very handy and sticky Blackpool, Blackpool side in midweek. So they'll be looking at this as a good opportunity to uh, try turn that around and uh, yeah, capitalise on a, a weak Stanley team uh, coming to the stadium alike. So yeah, completely agree. Cool. Let's look at a team that, to be honest, I got a lot of credit for, um, for tipping last week at Scunthorpe United and we're going to do it again they are away from home 
this week. They're away at Gillingham. So Scunthorpe under Stuart McCall have really turned it around recently. Um, Gillingham haven't won in any of the last five games. At home, they have been particularly poor. Apart from that uh, win against Cardiff, uh, funnily enough, in the FA Cup, they haven't won since Boxing Day at home. That was, again, that was a very strong result, a 2-0 win over Portsmouth. Uh, before that, you have to go all the way back to the 3rd of November for their last home win in the league. So two since November. Really poor at home. Scunthorpe, on the other hand, have really rallied recently. They've won six of their last eight games, home and away. Uh, that includes victories over Peterborough, over Coventry, draw with Sunderland, uh, they've beaten Accrington, as Tom just mentioned, they beat Fleetwood, who, you know, were up there in ninth. I certainly don't see them having too much of an issue dispatching this hapless Gillingham side, and they're priced at 13-8. to 8. I think it's a really, really, really good price for that. Lovely price. Absolutely lovely price, that is. Scunthorpe really picked up good form, like you said. Completely agree with that tip. Yeah, I mean, uh, Gillingham, uh, again, another team I don't think we tip ever on the podcast, <laughs> maybe once a year. Um, yeah, they don't really inspire, do they? So, uh, Sunderland, uh, sorry, Sunderland. So, yeah, Shrewsbury. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> Scunthorpe. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, Scunthorpe should be able to get three points. Amazing price. Love it. So, uh, one more really from me in this league. We're looking at the game, Charlton against Blackpool. I'm actually going to tip Blackpool on the double chance. And that, mm -hmm. for me, is priced really well. It's 17 to 20, so very slightly under evens for Blackpool to either draw or win in their game against Charlton. If we look at Blackpool's last six results... You've just mentioned they're very sticky. Got that draw away at Sunderland in midweek when they were leading. Prior to that, they'd beaten Walsall, Coventry, Portsmouth away and drew with Wickham and Shrewsbury. So some good results there against some of the better sides in the division. They're going away to Charlton, who again, as it seems they have done in a lot of recent transfer markets, sold arguably their best player in Carla Hearn Grant. Since his departure, they've struggled for goals, which is unsurprising as he got the majority of them. Uh, just one goal scored in the last three outings. So despite the fact Charlton are at home where they've typically been strong, I don't think they're going to get the win here against this very tricky Blackpool side. So double chance, 17 to 20, is a really good price for me. Yeah. Completely agree. Blackpool are just, they're one of those sides, aren't they? They just, they just seem to get results and they just yep. seem to grind. They've only lost eight games. Um, they have, they've played 31, they've won 12 and they've drew 11 of them. So they've lost the same amount of games as Doncaster, who are in sixth, for example. Yep. Um, so, you know, they're, they're dark horses for the playoffs, Blackpool. If they could convert, a couple more of those uh, draws into wins, they'd, they'd be right in there. Um, absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's very hard to see them 
losing. So the double chance option obviously covers a draw, which is uh, exactly what we're looking for. So good times. Um, League one finished. Yeah. Moving on to League two. Done. Well, League two. Let's do honestly, it. Honestly, I'm going to get this out here right now. I don't have a single bet for League Two. I thought you were going to congratulate me. No, I'm not doing that. We're, we're going to get on to that. But honestly, I, I, I'm being honest. I was looking through the games. I, I can't find one that I, I truly want to pick. Right, okay. And, um... I, don't, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to shortchange the profit chasers. I know they're here for tips. But I, I don't know about you, but I found it almost impossible to find a winning team or a winning bet even. Really? Well, who are well, you, you going to tip? Good job I'm here to save this part of the show then, isn't My it? My God, who are you thinking <laughs> you're tipping? I'll shoot you down. Okay. Uh, the first team that I was looking at was Grimsby at home to Cheltenham. Grimsby have won their last three games in a row. They beat an MK Dons to nil. They beat a Newport County to nil. Then they just beat uh, Yeovil three one last weekend. So considering that, considering the last couple of home games, wins to nil against MK Dons and Newport County, two teams towards the top of this league. When Cheltenham come to town this weekend, um, I don't think they stand too much of a chance. Cheltenham are much better at home. They travel poorly. They've only won one game away in the last. Eight struggling on the road. The, the arrival of Christian Dennis on loan from Knox County at Grimsby, proven goal scorer in this league, has definitely given Grimsby a boost. He's in amongst the goals already, and I think they've got more than enough about them to dispatch Cheltenham. At decent odds, they are priced at six to five. I don't even think I read that out of the start. <laughs> yeah, miss that crucial point. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Grimsby are definitely the favourites, right? And they should get the win. But Cheltenham have won two of the last three. Yes, both of them were at home. And you did bring up that, you know, um, away from home, they've not been as good. But this is Grimsby-Cheltenham we're talking about. These are two very poor teams. Very poor teams. Uh, If I had to go for anyone, I would go for Grimsby. But I, I just don't like putting my faith in them. In all honesty, no, no, no. I, just don't, I just don't rate them. I just don't like them. Grimsby are very much win or lose. So they've won 13 out of their 32 games. And you'd be looking at a team like Forest Green, who are in seventh, as a good shout, who have also won 13 games. It's just the yeah. fact that Grimsby also tend to lose quite a few. So they've only drawn four, which is the joint lowest in the league. Um, mm. Because they're so hit and miss, you know, they that you probably pick up on a lot of losses where they do actually tend to win a fair few. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Just, just one of those things where I'm just not convinced, but obviously if, yeah. if you, uh, if you fancy them, six to five is a really good price for sure. Yeah. Um, shall we talk about Notts County Mansfield then? Yes. Let's talk about it. All right. So do you want to glow or do you want me to kind of admit that you were right? How, how do you want to do this? I'd much rather admit that you were right after the slaughtering you gave me when I was reading the tip out last weekend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. I've been Notts waiting Ca- for this. <laughs> for ages. <laughs> for days. 
Okay. Okay. Hang on. Let's bring up the League Two table so I can really, you know, give you some some substance to this apology. Okay. So Notts County are currently bottom of the entire football league. 24th in the lowest league. Tom did tip them on the double chance, but he did say he would go for the win, but he wanted to be a bit safer. So I'll give you that, Tom. Well done. Um, he wanted to back them away at Forest Green. Notts County went and won 2-1. Now, it's fair to say that I strongly disagreed. He did this before, earlier in the season, about four or five weeks ago, maybe six weeks. He tipped the bottom two, and they won again. <laughs> so I don't know quite. I don't quite know what is happening. But basically, I, I thought you were absolutely off your rocker, um, looking at you know bottom of League Two, away at Forest Green, who weren't playing well but was still 6th or 7th at the time of uh, the fixture. And they won, and it was a huge price. What were they, 6-1? to 1, one. yeah, 6-1. Yeah. Absolutely magnificent tip. I take my hat off to you. I give you a round of applause. You deserve, you deserve to be knighted by the, the, the betting queen and king. Uh, but, yeah, I, I completely was raging. Raging when I seen that raging. Right, you should be happy. You should be happy for anyone who got on the tip. Fair play, fair play. Let's talk about Notts County Mansfield then. Furthermore, because it's a huge game. Obviously, it's a Nottinghamshire derby. Not everyone will know that, uh, but it is a Nottinghamshire derby. And we've got Mansfield in second, so they're trying to chase down Lincoln for the top spot. But what they're really bothered about is making a gap between them and MK Dons, which is currently five points. Have a look at the bottom of the league. As we mentioned, Knots are down there. Um, they are now four points adrift, which sounds huge, but that has been cut down dramatically in the last couple of weeks. Uh, they managed to pick up a little bit of form, um, which, is, which is great. They managed to get four points out of the last two games. They meet each other at an early kickoff at Notts County's Meadow Lane. Notts are fourteen to five, draw five to two. Mansfield nineteen to twenty. I'm going to leave this one completely up to you <laughs> because I feel like you, yeah, you need to, uh, yeah, you need to pick up where you left off with Notts and let us know what you think. So for this, I'm gazing into my Notts County crystal ball and I'm seeing the draw. At five to two, and I'll tell you why. Um, despite the great morale boosting win that Notts County got last weekend, their record against Mansfield is absolutely shocking. It's terrible. Um, the last victory that, that they had against Mansfield in the league came in the 2005 6 season when they won 3 2 away at Field Mill. The last time that Notts County beat Mansfield. At home, at Meadow Lane, was way back in the 1997-1998 season, in the old Division 3. You oh. know, that's over 20 years ago. So, um, classically, Notts County do not perform well against Mansfield in general, especially at home in the league. As usual with these two 
So it's a very feisty, pretty tight affair. Um, draw five to two for me. I think probably suits both. Yeah, absolutely. Suits both. Um, yeah, I didn't realise how bad Knotts' record was against Mansfield. Terrible. I, I mean, Terrible. for me, for me, I would be edging towards Mansfield uh, even before that uh, stat. I didn't know that before you read it out, just because we mentioned plenty of times, you know. Um, it sounds unbelievably biased, but the Forest trio that are at Mansfield, Jordan Smith, Tyler Walker, and George Grant especially, far too good for League Two level. Absolutely yeah. far too good. So, yeah. yeah, I think Knotts could be in, in trouble. And I would be looking at Mansfield 19 to 20, but you know Knotts County, clearly, my friend. So I wanted to leave that <laughs> one to you. Um, One more before we, we move on to recapping the bomb-proof trebles. Banana skin, do not get sucked in by the now rebranded Paul Scholes' Oldham. They're priced at six to five. <laughs> priced at six to five at home to crew. Crew are on a really, really good run at the moment. They've only lost one of their last nine league games, and that includes in that run victories against Lincoln, Newport, MK Dons, Colchester, Carlisle, all teams that are in and around the automatic promotion and playoff places. So some very impressive wins for crew. Um, I just don't think Oldham have got enough about them yet. This early on in Scholes' tenure to play a team that are as well-organised, well-oiled, on good form as crew and come away with the victory. I'd be very impressed if they did, uh, especially at odds of 6-5. to five. I think they're very tight because of the whole hype around Scholes. It doesn't justify the actual quality of the team. No, no, not at all. And to be honest, it makes me laugh so much that you're referring to them as poor skulls as Oldham, because that is exactly, exactly how the media are, are uh, labelling yeah. them. Same as Sol Campbell's Macclesfield, uh, Stephen Gerrard's Rangers, Frank Lampard's Derby County. Uh, it's hilarious. But uh, yeah, yeah, all of them. All of them. It's so funny. Um, yeah, completely agree with you. Very, very tough game. Crew are on really good form and won't be easy for Scolzi, that's for sure. Nope. Uh, right, that's it then. Let's recap last week's bomb-proof troubles. So we'll look at my one first. We'll save the best till the end. So I had Sunderland and they drew one all after conceding a late goal away at Oxford. He also had Sheffield Wednesday to be red in, unfortunately, ended 0-0. And finally, I had Lincoln at home to Northampton. Started well. Lincoln took a 1-0 lead, but then they got a man sent off and then could only draw 1-0. Yeah, in the balance, really. Three draws. So, yeah, yeah, could have gone was. either way. The draw treble would have paid a lot more, so I should have tipped that instead of a win treble. <laughs> yeah, that would, have, that would have worked out nicely. Oh, well, yeah. maybe, maybe this week. Um Okay, let's have a look at mine, which is obviously an 8-10-to-1 winner, uh, depending on when you put it on. Uh, first of all, we had Scunthorpe. They won 2-0 at home to Accrington Stanley. We also had Berry. They won 3-2 away at Morecambe, but they kept us interested, didn't they, after throwing away a three-goal lead? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Doncaster, very comfortable. 
Uh, they managed to dispatch fellow promotion hopefuls Peterborough 3-1 at home. Nice. Yeah, lovely win there, Walker. Doing it again yeah. for the podcast, uh, keeping people. I saw on Facebook someone said that you are paying their rent at the moment. <laughs> so fair play to you. Yeah, well, I suppose when you look at it, we're all profit chasers. Some of us sprint faster than others. So I certainly hope for his <laughs> sake, keep getting these trebles right. Otherwise, here we are. <laughs> Out on the street. <laughs> okay, yeah. let's have a look at the joint then. Um, so we had Berry, uh, as Tom mentioned, they won 3 2 uh, against Morecambe. Uh, for mine, we had Wednesday, which was 0 0. And we had Scunthorpe, and they won 2 0. So very close there as well, just Wednesday, costing yeah, us there. I let us down there with that one. Ah, that's okay. You backed it up with your. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I'm not taking blame. Steve Bruce and his <laughs> dire style of football let us down. <laughs> it's true. I think you made up for it. If anyone got on that Notts County tip, six to one, that's like a treble yeah. in its own. So fair play yeah. to you. Thank you. Um, this week's then, what have we got? All right, guys. So this is the part of the show. Uh, called the bomb-proof treble section. Uh, what is a bomb-proof treble, I hear you asking? Well, this is the part of the show where me and Tom put together all of our knowledge, all of our research and general feeling into three trebles, one each, and then we combine forces and we come up with a joint treble. Uh, we recommend backing them um, with whatever you can afford to lose. We back them with £10 stakes typically, uh, we'll read out the price of the treble so you can calculate your own returns. Um, Tom, take it away, my friend. What do you have for us this week? Right, so this week I have, for the first time, my very own Paradise Locations treble. Now, this is a, <laughs> a favourite of yours in podcasts gone by, so I'm going to have my own. Uh, they've actually been pretty successful, haven't they, the Paradise Locations? They have, channel? yeah, yeah, they have. Absolute murder holes of England, but, uh, yeah, they, they, they do know how to win football. So apologies to any listeners who do, do live in one of these Paradise locations. Um, <laughs> some of you have taken your missus there for Valentine's Day. Yeah, more recently. maybe. Send yeah. us a picture. Yeah, we'd love to see that. Um, <laughs> right, anyway. We're going to go for Barnsley at home to Wickham, priced at one to two. Then we're going to look at Blackpool on the double chance, so to win or draw away at Charlton at 17 to 20. And finally, Grimsby at home to Cheltenham, priced at six to five. All of that wrapped up in a nice little treble, pays five to one. So tenor on, for example, stake pays 60 quid. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Um, Real nice. Yeah, Barnsley, probably biggest home bankers um, of the whole weekend, arguably. Um, then we've got Blackpool, who, as we mentioned, are full steam ahead for the playoffs. And Grimsby, who are playing a team with a really poor away record. So tick, tick, tick for me. Sounds good. Yep. Um, okay, so mine. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't have a name. I was trying to think of one, but I just, I just couldn't get one. Um, but hopefully it just wins. Hopefully it just wins. That'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so start off championship. 
Norwich away at Bolton, 4-6 to six for that one. Sheffield United, home to Reading, 4-9. to nine. And then we're staying loyal. Scunthorpe, away at Gillingham, 13-8. to 5.31 to 1, which means £10 on returns £63.19. Yeah, I like that. Two big favourites in the championship should definitely get the wins there. And then, of course, Scunthorpe boosting that treble up with their odds. But again, playing a, very, playing a team that are very, very poor in, in Gillingham. Uh, so, yeah, I can definitely see, again, your Undertaker-like streak continuing and yeah. our dear listener probably being able to pay his rent for another week. Yeah, fingers crossed. I don't want any homelessness on my hands. Um, <laughs> but, uh, okay, so, let's, so now, Profit Chasers, what we're going to do is we're going to design our joint treble. So typically we do this live with barely any editing. And so, Tom, what, what, what do you want? What do you want? I had two last week, and I know I'm on a good streak, but I want to give you the opportunity to, to have two this week. Well, I really like Barnsley, to be honest. Okay, we'll go for Barnsley. I think I want to champion the double chance because, you know, double the chance. Yeah. Of it coming okay. in. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. even, so it's still good odds. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. And so, question is: Do you want to go for a, a heavyweight, or do you want to throw Scunthorpe in there for a bit of extra moolah and a bit of extra risk? So, what is the price of um, what's the Sheffield United price? Uh, they're four to nine. So Sheffield United four to nine returns. It pays just over three to one that treble. If we went with Sheffield United, Blackpool double chance, Barnsley. Okay, let's do four. that then. Yeah, just over three to one for the treble. Okay, there you go then, profit chasers. Um, that, so that's we've your got first treble. yeah, safety first, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, we got Barnsley and and. Uh, Sheffield United with those absolutely formidable home records and then Blackpool on a double chance. <laughs> yeah, that's the insurance, the safety, the bulletproof vest treble, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, ain't nothing yeah. getting through that. No chance. Yeah, love it. So we've got a, a bulletproof vest, bombproof treble. <laughs> absolutely. How can it lose? How can it lose? That is a banker, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Um, so, yeah, thank you for listening to those. Hopefully, we'll see your winning bet slips on the weekend, just as we did the weekend just gone. So, uh, fantasy football, we did have a Premier League weekend to discuss. We did. I've also made the top 10. Wow. That is, honestly, yeah. mate, I, I, obviously, you, you've, you're taking the mick out of me this season. Uh, I am actually, I have to say, again, for the second time on the show, I am actually very impressed with you. Thanks. I, I can get used to this. You're doing really well in, in fantasy football. We have a fantasy football league for any new listeners who aren't aware uh, there's 106 people in it now, I believe. We've had a few more join recently. Wow. Yeah, 106 people in it. Uh, Chris Hindle 
with Chindle's champs is still top. Chris has been top for a long time. Yeah, Whoever finishes top at the end of the season will win a £20 free bet on us. So if you do have a fantasy football team, it's not too late to join. Steal it off Chris. Um, you'll join wherever you should within the league, depending on how many points you've got. So, yeah, it's Chris's to lose at the minute. He's 30 points ahead of Paddy, Paddy Kearney in second. Then we've got Daniel Atkinson, Tom Arnold, Daniel O'Reilly, John Wibberley, and then myself in seventh. I'm 72 points behind now. Come on, I'm going after my own free better. <laughs> Mate, honestly, if you win, if you win, there is no way I'm giving you 20 quid. No chance. <laughs> <laughs> no way no way I'd rather burn it to be honest um, um, honestly in terms of my fantasy football story I, the last minute have pretty much summed it up for me so you've been talking about you know your 10th there's a hundred and some people in it you're doing really well you're going after your own free bet my app won't even open my app my app just crashed. And I just feel like that's so bloody typical. That just sums up my fantasy football season. I'm trying to open it so I can talk about something and see the league and my app's crashing. So I've just left well, it. It knows what's best for you. It's probably better that you don't look at your team. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, that just summed it up for me. Um, but yeah, please feel free to join in the fun there. Um, Social media, obviously, we're on social media and we'd love to connect with you outside of the show. Um, so, Twitter is the best handle to do so. T underscore FB podcast is our handle. We're on Facebook as well, www.facebook.com slash football betting podcast. And if you want to email us with any inquiries, questions, or anything like that, you can do so football betting podcast at gmail.com. Yep, absolutely. And one more final reminder, if you have enjoyed the show, please do rate and review on iTunes. We'd really, really appreciate it. We would. So thank you for listening, guys. Fingers crossed we can uh, bring you some profit this weekend. Absolutely. See you next week, guys. Good luck for the weekend. <laughs>